Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Corn Fed Inc. production. Coming at you, hot and heavy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Corn Fed Inc. production. This is episode 13 of the Corn Fed Sports Entertainment Podcast. September 20, 2020. Timmy, my friend, my half birthday is tomorrow. You plan on getting oh. me anything? No, I do not. That's <laughs> oh. impressive, though. How old will you be? 28 and a half? 29 and a half. 29 and a half. You're halfway to almost 30. Woo! Yeah, getting up there. Wow. How old is Shauna? She's 30. She's, yeah, she's like 10, 10 months older your, than me. That's why she's the GOAT. <laughs> but, you know it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm feeling good. Packers won today. Cubs are getting the division way too close for me, but... Always a good day. Yeah, great weekend. Gotta love, and it's turning fall right now. You can definitely tell outside. It really is. And it's, I just love that time of year where you can just kind of feel the season start to change, and it's not a million degrees outside, you know? <laughs> I'm all for that. The worst thing is just knowing what comes after, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm not, not, not looking forward to any snow. I, I'm sure it'll be a rough winter this year just by how I mean, the rest it's 2020, of the it's gotta be. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be walking both ways up a hill in Probably. negative twenty, yeah, <laughs> with no sure. shoes on. Oh, you know. you just never know what's gonna happen. No, one day at a time. <laughs> yep, for sure. So make sure you follow us on our social media pages if you have not done that yet. Our Twitter is Cornfed Podcast One. Our Instagram is Cornfed Sports One. Our Facebook is Facebook.com slash Cornfed Sports One. Our blog website is cornfedpodcast.blogspot.com. And last but not least, our YouTube channel is Cornfed Inc. All right, we got a great episode tonight. Our normal rapid minute. We're going to get into some conspiracy theories later. And then, of course, touch on the NBA playoffs that are starting to wind down here already. Yeah. Bubble went fast. Yeah, it really did. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to discussing the bubble and the playoffs right now and how great they've been some upsets so that's that's going to be fun topic later yeah but we'll start as always with the rapid minute (laughs) so (laughs) like what we did last week the wildest and craziest thing you saw in person on the news on social media you want to start again yeah i'll start so i i found two i heard both of these stories today actually the first one was i don't know if you saw this in the red sox yankee game today did you see this Yes, that was going to be mine. A, a man climbs, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do it then, because I'll share my other one. You go with that one, I'll share my other one. Okay. So my other one is good, my favorite person of the program, The Rock. You see this story? No, I don't think the I Rock, did. The Rock's filming a movie right now. Not sure uh-huh. what movie. He's filming a movie, and he lives in his house, obviously, and the power went out. So he has a gated community. He lives in a gated house, so he couldn't. He tried a couple things that he said that usually works to get the gate to move, and he couldn't get it to move. And he said everyone was waiting on the set for him. He said that he called the electricians. They're going to be like 45 minutes to get the gate open. So what's The Rock do? He rips the gate off. Literally, he has pictures on his Instagram. This, you have to go search it. It's unbelievable. He literally like takes this big metal gate and just tears it off. I mean, just bends it, breaks it, and walks, drives his car out. Um he said when the people finally got there, they said they had never seen anything quite like it. They said they don't know how he did it. He didn't use tools or anything. He just literally grabbed the gate and ripped it off. So superhero strength from The Rock. Definitely so, one of the strongest men in the world. <laughs> the pictures like. are unbelievable. The pictures are unbelievable. There's this big old metal gate, just a big, huge metal gate just bent. And they said The Rock just tore it off himself because he just wanted to go to get to the movie. So, I mean, that's just, that's like superhero strength to me. You always hear like horsepower and like when it comes to stuff like that. I wonder yep. like what, or like how many horsepower he could get up to, if that makes sense. Oh, 
Oh yes, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> is he as strong as a horse? Because that would be nuts if he was. I think he has to be. Yeah. I mean, this gate was huge. He just ripped it off. <laughs> a man That's, among boys, that is for sure. You'll have to check the pictures out because it's something else. So, he yeah. lived in Florida, or was this in Florida, or do you know? Um, I'm not real sure, but yeah, incredible strength rips off gate. Okay, yeah, I just actually looked up the definition of horsepower too, which I okay definitely did not know this. But horsepower is a unit of power equal to 550 foot pounds per second. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty in depth uh, description, I would say. I would I would think that he probably did that. He said on his Instagram, "It was not my finest hour, but a man's got to get to work." We experienced a power outage due to severe storms causing my front gate not to open. I tried to override the hydraulic system to open the gates, but it didn't work. I made some calls, learned it would be 45 minutes. I had hundreds of crew members waiting for me, so I did what I had to do. I tore down the gate. I pushed, pulled, and ripped the gate completely off myself, ripped it completely out of the brick wall, severed the steel hydraulics, and threw it on the grass. I really wish somebody would have got that on video. I wish too. I mean, there's got to be. He lives in a JD community. There's got to be. There's got to be video. I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if it gets released sometime. There's got to be security videos, but I mean, this gate is just bent. So, yeah, that's my <laughs> wild story of the week. What a what a day uh, way to start your day, though. Yeah, just yeah, you know, ripped, just a, ripped, ripped off the gate, just no ripped a metal wall, gate out of a brick out of a brick wall. <laughs> oh man, that's great. But mine, but, but I wanted to also touch on my story from last week about Odell Beckham. Yeah, you had an update. I heard. Yes. Very serious update. He came out and said that is definitely 100% not true, and all he had to do was laugh about it because of the rumors, you know, of all the rumors he's had in his life about him, obviously being a big celebrity and NFL player. Yes, for so sure. So that one was the wildest. So good thing we talked about it on the wildest thing we saw last week. Yes, that was good. <laughs> and I have not yet listened to the thoughts next door, so – I don't know if you have, but I know I don't think that's gonna be in my future. <laughs> you never know. You could be, you know, eight thirty at night, sitting at you never home know. by yourself. <laughs> you just never know. Yep. So we'll we'll keep an update on that going forward. <laughs> Any more Odell stories? <laughs> but the what I saw this week, I saw it on Twitter as well, and it was the weirdest thing. So basically, this guy. Got up on the Green Monster somehow, the Re- uh, in Fenway, the Red Sox, Boston. Somehow he got up there. Obviously, there's no fans allowed right now, and he was yelling at the players and throwing like hats at them. And he's like, in the video you can hear him. He's like, "Hey, 23," and he just sounds like he's just annihilated. Apparently, he said, "New York will never forget 9/11. I love America." <sighs> just bizarre. Do you think there was some sort of substance or like mental health thing going on? There was, or what? there was definitely substances. Yeah. And probably some mental health. But how did he get in? That's my question. Yeah. Because like I'm, I'm sure I've people would have been doing been this. I've been Fenway, obviously. But yeah, and he's just – somehow he gets on top. You think big wall to scale. Yeah, you don't think it's just like street level out, out there and then you can just like hop in because that no, would make zero no. sense. No, he would have – I don't know. I'm gonna have to get some aerial shots now, Fenway, to see what this man was to see what this man was dealing with. I'm gonna pull one up here, actually. Yeah, I've I've never been there either. Obviously, that's on the bucket list, though, to head out there someday because that'd be incredible. I'm gonna pull up an aerial shot of Fenway. Yeah, there's no way. Left field, yeah. He just had to must have snuck in and then somehow climbed or I don't know. There was abs- Well, if you look at the outside, it's like. There is places where he could put his foothold. I mean, I think if you're, yeah, he, he could do drunk, it. If you're drunk enough or high enough, I'm sure you can think you can do anything too. So that probably definitely played a factor into it. He could do it, but it would be very hard. Like you'd be, it's scary. I think my favorite yeah. part of the video was though, just the Yankee players like staring at him, like, "What in the hell is going yeah. on right now?" Well, did you hear the announcer? Probably, like, I don't remember what he he's said like, though. Who's that yelling? Who's that yelling? <laughs> and then the up light comes out and he's like, time out. It was just 
It was weird. Well, that brings me back. I got another weird story. Actually, it comes with baseball, too. This past week, it's weird. Baseball's been a weird year, obviously, with everything, <laughs> but this just adds to another weird delay. The Cubs had a delay the other night because of a drone flying over. Do you remember Very that? Very strange. Very strange. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because there's probably, you know, you can record from drones and whatnot, and who knows oh, you what, can do a lot what's of cool on. stuff. Yeah. Drones are insane. It'd be awesome to have one. I'm blaming if, Danny Rocket. <laughs> you think it was him? He loves to give Danny Rocket weather reports. I think Danny Rocket was using it for the weather. <laughs> He's just weird enough to be flying a drone around. Man, I would love to have a drone, though. They're, they're a little creepy, though, in a weird way. My brother-in-law way. has one. Is he a little creepy? He's, he's very, he's very technological. Like he's very high tech. Yeah, like he's very smart that way. Like with gadgets and stuff like that. Just knows it's his fun. Stuff. Like, yeah, it's really fun. Like he'll fly it around and like take pictures and show us pictures. It's it's fun. Like he had it at the Fourth of July. It was a lot of fun. He uh, tried to put it up. Like he put it up during the fireworks show. Oh, I bet that was awesome. But then he got scared because he thought like a firework was gonna take out his drone. So he, oh, brought it sure down he, to he brought it down until after the show. I'm sure it was an awesome, yeah, expensive it's, it's one, pretty, too. It's pretty <laughs> cool to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I think the Cubs, wasn't it Trevor Bauer that cut himself on the drone? Yes, and they the happened World to be Series? playing the Indians. Yeah. So it was just weird how that worked out. Missed the World Series because he cut his finger repairing his drone. Do you think it was the ultimate troll, maybe? That's another reason why I think it could be Danny Rocket. <laughs> he hates Trevor Bauer too. He does, but Trevor Bauer's not Indian anymore, so I, I don't know. Did you see his cleats he was wearing yesterday? They were pretty sweet. They had trash cans on them. <laughs> oh. I saw some girl treat it, tweeted out, "He's got a portrait of my ex on his cleats." I saw today. that tweet. <laughs> um, big fan, big fan of Trevor. Yeah, he's so. he definitely gets some unwarranted hate, but. That comes with this territory, I guess, sometimes. For but. sure. And he's just a troll, and people hate that for some reason. Yeah, he, he likes to stir the pot. Yeah. So. Should we move on to our next I just, one? Well, yeah, I'm just watching a video right now that is definitely going to qualify for the weirdest story of the week next week. This, story, this video, I won't share anything, but this video is messed up. Boy. I'm going to have to go, I'm about to go back and watch the whole thing. Yeah, I'm excited for next week already. <laughs> it just got way wild. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, yep, yep. I definitely found this. You can put it good. on the board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I can't, oh my goodness. I'm going to have to send you this video. Yeah, definitely so, do that. But yeah, that, I already took care of that. So that next story's taken care of. But yeah, let's move on. All right. So I saw this on Twitter. Surprise, surprise. But the 10 craziest things listed in contracts. So I'll just go ahead and read them quick, and then we can talk about our favorite one and then what one of our contract demands would be. <laughs> so the first one is from 93-94. Hakeem Olajuwon, who was the MVP that year, made less than Michael Jordan because the Bulls were continuing to pay Michael Jordan's $4 million salary as he played minor league baseball. <laughs> wow. So the Bulls just really wanted him back, so they kept paying him, obviously. That's what it sounds oh, yeah. like to me. The next one? That's wild. The Kansas City Royals signed George Brett to an extension, which included two weird clauses. The first clause was he would get returned the bat that he used in the infamous 1983 Pine Tar game. And also, Brett also received part ownership in a nearby apartment complex, calling it a nice little kicker. <laughs> Interesting. He doesn't strike me as a real estate type of guy, does he? No, not at all. <laughs> okay, so there's this. Then there's also this soccer player in Arsenal, which we're not going to say his name because nobody knows him, anyways. But he was, I guess, he was afraid to fly. But so in his okay. contract, he negotiated he would not have to travel with the club at all when flying was the only option. So he just had got to sit out the games, apparently. Or so kind of John Madden clause. Yeah. Just wouldn't fly. He always found a different way to get there. Yeah. But he just wouldn't go. He just wouldn't go. Is that well, Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember a couple years ago? Well, more than a couple now. But when Phil Jackson was negotiating to try to be the Knicks coach, 
and he had those health issues. So they were, yeah. he was only going to coach like the home games and he wasn't going to go on the road at all. Yeah. Yep. It's was, very strange. Yeah. This next one, though, you, I know for a fact you have definitely heard of the Bobby Bonilla day. Oh, great contract ever. Yeah. Like July 1st or something. Yeah. So he deferred 5.9 in the 25 payments of 1.19 million due each July 1st from 2011 to 2035. Whoever that man's agent was was brilliant. Yeah. That's that's definitely got to pay. $5 million turned into like 25 million. Yeah. That's awesome. It's good for him. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) So the next one was Rick Murr. He was the second overall pick in the 1993 NFL draft. He was uh, basically he's only remembered for this contract because he was obviously not good. But Don Yee, heard of him, so. yeah, Don Yee, who is now actually Tom Brady's agent, he included a clause that would pay Rick under all circumstances up to and including the end of the world. <laughs> so if the world ended, he was going to get paid. Apparently, interesting. Yeah, that's covered all your bases. Oh, yeah. He knew what he was doing with that, too. (laughs) So this next one, it's uh, 1998, the home run chase. It involves Mark McGuire, your your guy. Yes. (laughs) Mark McGuire signed with the Cardinals, but he included a clause to leverage his popularity. So McGuire would get $1 for each fan above $2.8 million in season attendance. After 3.2 fans came to see McGuire battle Sam Sosa for the home run title, he walked away with an extra 400K. Just from so for every fan, every fan over two point three, he got another dollar for. He got a dollar for each fan above two point eight million in a season okay. attendance. Okay. Just think if that would have been in a, a big market team too. That would have been a, a random great number. Deal. Yeah, I don't know how they came up with that. Maybe that's what they drew the year before he was there. Yeah, it could have been. So then, yeah, because that makes sense with the popularity. Then, like everything he drew after that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. This next one might be my favorite. You've maybe heard of it. It's they think they maybe talked about it in the last dance. But Michael Jordan, when he signed his first contract, they put the love of the game clause, which meant he could play any competitive pickup basketball game anywhere in there and there'd be regardless of liability. <laughs> the dude just loved playing. Just loved playing. He just loved to hoop. Nothing wrong with it. No. Okay. So you're gonna like this one, I feel like. So remember when Manny signed in Japan in like 2017? So he had three demands on this. or No, no, no. Four demands. His first one were practice were always optional for him. (laughs) He had his personal car and he had a driver. Mm -hmm. He had Manny on the back of his jersey. In the best one, he got unlimited free sushi for the entire season. <laughs> I think I would definitely include a food clause in mine. If I'm being I honest. was just about to say I would definitely have a food clause in mine. Yeah. So this is the last one I got though. Everybody remembers Glenn Big Baby Davis, obviously. Oh yeah. Big baby. So obviously he was a big dude. Yes, he was. But to try to keep his weight under control in his contract, he got paid an extra half a million dollars. For each year of the deal, he kept his weight under 310 pounds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Pretty sure what's-his-name, the Packer running back, had similar clause. In Seattle. In his contract. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Who was Eddie, that? What's his name? Lacey. Eddie Lacy. Yeah, pretty sure he had a similar clause. If Eddie yeah. Lacy would have just worked out, he could have been a great running back. If he could have just drove by the Burger King and the Culver's and not stopped. The crawfish. He would have been he loved. just <laughs> fine. Yep, 100%. He just liked to eat. Well, so what was your favorite from that list, Timmy? Uh, my favorite from that list, probably the Bobby Bonilla. I mean, that's just brilliant. The end of the world. I had no clue about that. I never heard that. I really like that. Yeah. What about you? I think I definitely like the Manny Sushi and the Jordan yeah. one. Just because it just shows how much Jordan just loved playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would definitely well, negotiate probably a food clause in mine, though, because that, yep. that's so smart. You know, just like... Yep. Or like have somebody go pick up all your groceries for you yeah, and for have sure. a cook. Your personal attendant. Yeah, because that would just save so much time and effort yeah. and money. I think one thing I would negotiate into my contract, been watching since 4th day and just this weekend, I, I think I'd like all my fines, any fines I got, 
for like excessive celebration or <laughs> anything like that, the team agrees to pay. So if I'm an NFL player, if I score a touchdown, I'm just dancing. If I hit a homer, I'm just talking oh, mad I, shit. I would just go nuts <laughs> because I, the fines would be paid for me. I just think that'd be fun. But yeah, I'll definitely a definitely a food clause and probably a travel clause with how much these guys travel. Like I'd make somehow somehow a travel clause, like get your own room on the private jet or something. Yeah, or get my own like somehow you're able to like bring that. your family on the jet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just too. something like the. But yeah. There is some crazy contracts out there. Oh, I'm sure there's. That's just like a dip, like a toe in the in the water when it comes to oh, crazy yeah. contracts. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll have to but do I some mean, more research on that. See what I can. I find. will have to too. I just randomly yeah. came up, came by it on Twitter, and I was like, "That that's a good thing we can that's talk fun. about <laughs> for sure." So our last question for Rapid Minute tonight, which has not been rapid, no, more of a very. Detailed discussion tonight. We'll call it detailed discussion tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, Timmy, would you miss the final season of your favorite TV show? Which, what is your favorite TV show? 24. I knew that. Would you miss the final season and never know how it ended to get your favorite sports team into the championship? Okay, are we getting them into the championship or are they winning the championship? They're just getting into the championship. You don't know if they're going to win or lose. So if I can get the Cubs to the World Series, but I don't know if they win or lose. Yes. Correct. Yes. You think you'd I do think, it? I would do it. There's Even with nothing... this Cubs team this year? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> it's like TV shows are great. They are. They really are. But there's nothing like the love of live sports. And to have my Cubs play for a World Series again, there's nothing like it. Yeah, Fair I would enough. do it. Fair enough. You? I kind of went back and forth on this, to be honest, because I could just not picture myself not knowing the end of Breaking Bad or like Supernatural. I could not yeah. picture it. I would just be depressed. I feel like there'd be a piece missing. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. So you saying you would not do it? I don't think I would do it for the professional ones. Like, if it was a team I was like coaching, I would do it in a heartbeat. But like, also, if you could take your team to the state championship, you would do it. Yes, hundred percent. But okay. I don't know. I don't know if I would do it for because I mean, how many times do you play for a state championship? Not very often. How many times the Cubs play for the World Series? <laughs> True, but that's a little different because it's a professional level, I guess. And I don't know. It would just mean more being your own team, I guess. Too obviously, the yeah, professional no. teams mean a lot. But if I knew they were going to win for sure, I would definitely, I think, give it up. Fair enough. I mean, I guess it just depends on what year it is. You know, who's on the team that year. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. I don't know. If this this Cubs team got to the World Series, they might win because it's a total crapshoot anyways. But the way their offense has been going, I wouldn't count on it. (laughs) Yeah, no. But to go to the World Series, it's just fun. It's just there's nothing like it. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, we got playoff baseball starting here in a couple next week. Weeks. Yeah. The season ends next Sunday. Went fast. <laughs> Sixty games went real fast. You for, yeah, do you think the it, sixty games went pretty well for the most part? Oh, like just. Oh, yeah, I think it went well. I think so too. I was. I was it definitely. Seems like just yesterday that we were watching game one in your your house. Yeah. Here we are. End of the season. Went by fast, very fast, <laughs> which is awesome uh, though, because nothing better than playoff baseball. There really isn't. Well, is there anything so, else you want to say on the detailed discussion tonight, Tim? No, I think we're good. All right, should we go That's on and good. move on to our next topic then? Let's do it. Sounds good. All right, so our next discussion, talking a little out of our normal, I would say, but it's always good to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. I actually heard a podcast this week that they were talking about this. The final gambit. Go check it out. Those guys are pretty funny. But they were talking a lot about conspiracy theories. And I just had a good good laugh listening to it. I was like, well, we might as well talk a little bit about them too this week. So Yeah, why not? Our first one we got is Atlantis. 
Do you know much about Atlantis, Tim? I did some research tonight. Um, no, I really don't. I'm not real sure what's like. The Lost City is what I'm gathered. Yeah, like it looks underwater. Like there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of different theories on like how it got there. Yeah. What is which theory do you tend to tend to believe the most? Um, I believe it was probably just a city that just probably sunk in the ocean. That's kind of what I'm believing. Yeah. It just kind of the t- the tides came in or whatever, and it just started to sink. So I kind of think that back when all the continents were like together, you know. Yep. I think it was like right on the edge of like the continents where they split. Yep. And then they split apart, and then it just sunk to the bottom. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I believe, too. It was just a city, and I don't think there was any mythical anything with it or anything, but yeah, I think it was just probably was. A, city, a city in ancient times that sunk. And the correct term for that is Pangea, like all the continents together or whatever. Pangea? <laughs> yeah. I knew it was something with a P, but I couldn't remember. I just looked it up. Had you heard that okay. before? I've never heard that word. Really? I mean, I was homeschooled, so. <laughs> Fair enough. So, no, I've never heard the word Pangea. Yeah. That is interesting to me. It's it's crazy, though, that some of these theories. I've This one I have up right now, it, some of it was that Atlantis was just straight up Antarctica. I've seen that, too, yes. I, that, one, I, that one's crazy to me. Yeah, just I don't know how that would work. It's like, a, no, that doesn't make any sense. I saw another one was the Bermuda Triangle swallowed it up. Man. So, I think I would, I would love to a- absolutely believe that it was like a mythical. Oh, I would too. Underwater city, that'd be incredible. I just find it hard to believe. <laughs> Isn't that like there's a, mer- a there's like mermaids? a movie about it, right? Yeah, but do you, do you think there was like mermaids in this would be mythical did they inhabit the city if it was underwater yeah i would say 100 percent they did and do you think (laughs) mermen get the shaft they do i've never seen anything about mermen have you ever seen zoolander yeah (laughs) where he's like he's a model and he's like a (laughs) merman or whatever and then like he's at the coal factory and they're watching TV and that his commercial comes on and <laughs> the Great. dad gets all way gets all offended and mad. He's like, Some mermaid, and he's like, Merman Dad. Merman Dad. <laughs> just no, a great I just, movie. I think they get the shaft. It sounds like you're a little offended by it. Uh, very <laughs> sexist. We don't have enough mermen. We need to get them the proper credit they deserve, don't we? For sure. So, but anyways, what's your next conspiracy theory? Our next one, this one's a little more well-known, I feel like, but Bigfoot. What are your thoughts? 100% Bigfoot exists. Oh, yeah. You think he still exists? I don't know who who would have killed him. Well, maybe he just died at like old age or something. You don't think they populated? Oh, no. (laughs) You don't think, you don't think Bigfoot and Mrs. Bigfoot have sex? Is that what you're getting at here? Maybe Mr. Bigfoot isn't into the Mrs. Bigfoots, if you know okay, what I so, mean. So are, you saying, are you saying there was just one Bigfoot? Or are you saying the footage was from several different Bigfoot? Like, I believe there's been several different Bigfoot. Big feet, I guess. So are I you saying there's just one? Like, I, I'm thinking there's probably few of them. Like, I don't think, they, I don't think everyone's seen the same one. You know? Yeah, I, I got got what you mean. Like how you see deer all over the countryside. I think there's big feet, I guess what you'd call them. But are you saying there's just one? Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's got to, I mean, obviously, Bigfoot had to get here somewhere, somehow, right? Like, but he was seen. Not gonna, yeah. He, it's kind of like the chicken. several different locations. Yeah. It's kind of like the chicken and the egg, you know, which came first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I 100% believe there is one 
for sure one, if not oh, more. Yeah. See, I never guess I never thought about it. I always just assumed there was lots. Yeah. I mean, I could see that too. I just assumed there was. Maybe I was wrong. I don't know. So what would you do so, if you saw Bigfoot all of a sudden you were just driving or walking in, we'll say you're walking in the woods for some god knows reason. But <laughs> you're walking in the woods with your with your family and all of a sudden you look over and Bigfoot's staring at you. Pull up, <laughs> pull up a phone, take a picture. <laughs> Do you think Bigfoot I, can like talk? No. You think it's like an animal? I, I don't think he's mean though. Like I don't think Bigfoot wants to eat you. You think he's just cruising around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's trying to kill you. Do you? I, mean, I don't think so. Otherwise he would have killed somebody by now, right? Probably. I think he just wants to be left alone. He just likes, I bet, honestly, I bet he hibernates is why he's also not seen very often. I'm going to pull that up. Does Bigfoot hibernate? <laughs> Google, baby. Yeah. I feel like he's got Big to because, you know, he's he's got to be in some, like, national park or some very woodsy area just, like, deep in it, you know? Like, he's not just on the outside or anything. No, he, like, he goes deep, deep, deep Where it'd take, like, Bigfoot forever hibernate. to get there. I feel like he's got to. Yeah. I don't know. It's looking like, yeah. They appear to be less active during the summer, which leads scientists to believing they hibernate. <laughs> he's got to. So did you know that the FBI actually investigated Bigfoot? I'm reading here. Yeah, I do know that. Um, there's actually a sign in Wisconsin, apparently, a hiking trail that says, Bigfoot Xing. Due to sightings in the area of a creature resembling Bigfoot, this sign has been posted for your safety. Where at in Wisconsin? Uh, not real sure. I'm trying to read the article right now to see. That's it does not nuts. say, but that's a really. Um, one can refute these. Uh, people are saying they don't exist, but they say, think about all the creatures we have in Wisconsin that you've never personally seen. So that's true. So, I do mean, we have Sasquatch in Wisconsin? I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, he thinks this guy thinks we do. I mean, just think about it though. How many random animals, or not necessarily animals, but like fish in the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean? Like, how, you know, it goes incredibly deep. Like, yeah. it's got to be the same on like Earth. Like, the Which main. Which kind of brings you to your next. Yeah, kind of brings you your next good, conspiracy theory. Good segue to the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> What's your opinion on the Loch Ness monster? Um, I do not think it exists. I think people think they've seen the Loch Ness monster, but I mean, there's some like you said, there's some. Still there, oh. Tim? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you cut out for a second. <laughs> yeah, I, there's some weird creatures down there. I think. But oh, I don't yeah. think there's actually a Loch Ness monster. But I mean, I think people have seen stuff that they don't know what it is, and they probably just called it that. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, there's, like I said, there's some weird stuff in the ocean. There's got especially be some a weird. deep, deep, deep. There's somehow, weird stuff there. Somehow sure. they just gotta like, I don't know, because I mean the pressure's so deep down there, you know, that mm -hmm. only the weirdest stuff can live. Yeah. So, so I don't know how they could get a camera down there without it like exploding or something. You know, I'd like I haven't to really see, thought about that, but I mean, there's some weird stuff down there. What do you think the weirdest thing down there is? If you just had. To I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I could see two-headed things. I mean, just think of all the like pollution and all the stuff that's probably gone down there too. Oh yeah. It's probably only messed with things more. Oh yeah, I think there's some weird shit down there. No <laughs> doubt about it. So. So did you I know, know I'm not going down there. Did you know that there is a Loch Ness expert? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Adrian Shine. Look him up, folks. He's got a hellacious beard. Can we get him on the podcast? <laughs> oh, my all God. Things. That would be incredible. Monsters. You'll never guess, actually, trying to talking of guess-wise. I sent out a thing. It was on the, the website. It's like a request for... 
like an appearance uh-huh. to to the you betcha guy. <laughs> that would be awesome. Because that fits in with what we do too. Him, like you know, hundred percent. He would be he, yes, he would be awesome. Him or his buddy. Yeah, both of those would be. His buddy's always on the show. That dude from Wisconsin who's a huge Packer fan. Yeah, I know. Like the I, main guy's name is Miles, but I just call him. You yeah, betcha Miles guy. is the you betcha guy. He's hilarious. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, he would be made a made a living out of bush beer and saying, "Ooh, that's cold." <laughs> so bush. bush. Yep. Yep. He's he's a legend. Yeah, that'd be great but, to have him on. Do we have one more conspiracy theory? We do. So we discussed it a little bit before talking about it, and you stated that this was in National Trevor Treasure Two. It is National Treasure 2, yes. It is. This is like the whole 100%. point behind the movie? Yes, he's looking for I've never his treasure. That, obviously. He kidnaps the president at one point. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Book of Secrets, National Treasure 2. But anyways, the question in conspiracy is, what is in the chamber that is behind Mount Rushmore? Which I didn't even yeah. know there was a chamber back there until... Three hours ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know what is back there, but there is definitely stuff back there. <laughs> what? I'm not sure. I don't I think they want us to know, though. I feel like it's got to be aliens. Got to be. Why would they keep <laughs> aliens in there? Not aliens, but like proof of aliens or like documents and videos of aliens or something gotta there? be something wild right that would be wild <laughs> okay I, I don't know apparently uh, the hidden funny. the hidden chamber is behind <laughs> lincoln's head and okay. it's 18 foot it has an 18 foot door that leads to an open room that is 74 feet long and 35 feet high okay that's pretty high yeah um, that's funny you mentioned aliens because apparently in this National Treasure 2, they find this book in the Library of Congress that talks about treasure behind Mount Rushmore that includes secrets about Area 51. <coughs> so, quite possible. That yeah, aliens we, back there. We've, we've had some discussions about aliens on the, on the show a few times. But there's definitely stuff back there. There's definitely stuff back there. Probably a lot of gold. A lot of what? I think there's a lot of gold. I think a they're lot just, of gold. They're just saving that gold? I don't know who left it there. I don't know if anyone knows it's there anymore, but yeah. A lot of gold. Hmm. My, that's my prediction. Well, apparently on this website I'm on, the room does contain historical documents like the U.S. Constitution and Declaration of Independence as well. Interesting. Okay. That, yeah, there's got to be some wild. We need stuff to break in. <laughs> How hard do you go, think it would be to break in? We there? need to go like, Ben Gates. <laughs> what would be our best option to try and break in? Just like climb up Abe Lincoln, or go in from the backside? Or? I think he Ben went in from the backside. I think that'd be your best bet. I think you go up the front, you're just gonna get seen. <laughs> I don't think you have a chance to do that. Yeah, I think you have to go up the backside, but I don't think either of us can we do that. Yeah, I think we'd probably get shot on sight. Yeah. Because they don't want us to find out about the aliens. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so. How weird of a thing, like, honestly, is Mount Rushmore, though? It is the weirdest. Like, how. It's crazy that a sculptor did this, like. It's very strange. A long time ago, too. So, how far do you think these conspiracies here go? Do you think they did it to hide stuff? I mean, like, do, you think, do you think the whole purpose of the monument is to hide stuff? Oh, to like kind of put a twist on it that like, it's actually. Hey, we get this great monument. No one will ever think we're hiding stuff behind it. I mean, if you were going to hide stuff in a place you would never have people guess, it would yeah. definitely be this place. I mean, it's a wall of rock. In the side of a cliff, basically. It's now it's a monument that no one can touch. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, they're going to have security there. 
Yeah, exactly. So Mount Rushmore opened October 31st, Halloween, 1941. Yeah. Probably during World War II. Yeah, like right around Hitler. Maybe there's some crazy Nazi stuff back there or something. Maybe Hitler was... Yeah, you just don't know. (laughs) Have you ever seen Futurama? No. (laughs) Well, it's obviously based in the future. And they have like heads of famous people or presidents or like powerful people. Just the heads like soaking in water. But they can still talk. What if that's what is back there? Matt, I mean, Matt Groening is the creator of Futurama, who is also the creator of Simpsons, who also happens to be, has to be a time traveler because he knows everything. He's predicted so many things. Tell me the Simpsons? Matt Groening is the Simpsons guy as well. Oh, okay. He's predicted everything on the Simpsons. Yeah. Did you see the prediction of the COVID episode? Yeah, that was insane. And then the killer bee or killer the bees were the yeah when he opened up like the murder hornets vaccine it was hornets yeah it's just weird <laughs> that guy's got to be a time traveler right for sure oh for sure but no that's that's good Matt, Matt Groney needs to teach us his ways because that'd be awesome to be a time traveler <laughs> yeah for sure like I've always said too I would love to see like the revolutionary revolutionary war period and to see how like yeah the united states I mean, became a country that's definitely where us. i would go if i could time travel really oh yeah yeah Just i think to see that after this conversation i think i'd be going to like october 10th 1941 <laughs> we'd be going to mount rushmore and figure out what was really going on in there <laughs> fly on the wall yeah see what's going on for sure then we could talk about it on the podcast next week we'd have a I think if we could do that, we'd have a huge podcast following. I would. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think people would listen. I mean, let's 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 get in touch with Matt Groening. See what happens. Okay, let's try it. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to touch on conspiracy theory wise? Oh, I think we're good. Yeah, we'll see if another one pops up. I might get bored someday and just keep reading and diving and digging because you know how the internet is, right? I got plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, the pyramids were created by aliens. I can believe that one. Birds aren't real. The that CIA one. just the CIA is just using them to watch us. That's a really recent one, right? Yeah, yeah. These people I work with, they're all into all these conspiracy theories, Ooh. so I can have unlimited amount of those. We'll maybe have to talk about that one in, in a week or yeah, two. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and move on to our last topic of the night. Then, let's do it. All righty. So, last topic of the night, like we talked about earlier. NBA playoffs. We're in the conference finals, baby. The Heat and Celtics right now. The Lakers Nuggets. Let's go ahead and talk about the Heat Celtics first, just because they've played three games. Started a little earlier because the Western semis took a little bit longer. So the Heat currently lead two games to one. Celtics had a must-win game last night, and it still came down to the wire pretty much, but it was a great game. All the games have been great so far. Yeah. That series is that's going seven. Yeah, I would not be surprised if either team won that series. I mean, that's how it should be in the conference finals, anyways. But this definitely no prediction that you would feel comfortable making. No, I think this goes seven. I would think the Celt- I think the Celtics win in seven, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, uh, the Celtics definitely have more talent. Getting Gordon Hayward back last night helps a ton. Helps their bench tremendously. Mm-hmm. Gives them some more scoring. And he's just a good player. You know, knows the system. Obviously play. played for Stevens at Gonzaga. Or not Gonzaga. <laughs> what school is that? Butler. 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 Took me a second. Jeez. Yeah. But, yeah, it was good to see him back. What did you think of his look last night, though? It's <laughs> very creepy. I'm actually looking at that right now. You got a, the mustache. He looks like he's like what does in the like 1940s. Gordon does. Yeah, yeah, like he should be like a detective, a French detective or something. Yeah, somebody said he's <laughs> working in a speakeasy or something. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. But he played well last night. I'd love me some Jason Tatum, though. Dude's been Stud. balling out. That Celtics team's going to be fun for a lot of years. That's the thing. I read a report this week that said if the Celtics don't make the championship this year, they'll be looking to burn it down and tear it up. Like, how? Yeah, that's... 
definitely not true. <laughs> like their whole team's young. Yeah. It makes no sense. So I was listening to NBA radio the other day too. Kind of a little off topic, but obviously NBA. So it's so funny that Doc Rivers left Boston because he didn't want to rebuild, but the Celtics have been to the conference finals twice since he left. This is three out of four years for his coach. So, yeah, it just makes no sense. They've been the last three out of four. Three out of four for uh, what's his name? Who's their coach? Stevens. Yeah, this is three out of four for him. Really? I thought it was just two. Nope, three out of four is what they were saying on the broadcast the other night. I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, he's he's a great coach. He really is. But he's just that that whole story with Doc kind of was funny, just because obviously he yeah, that is weird. Finals since going to LA. (laughs) For sure. But so, who do you have winning it? Like I said, I think the Celtics have more talent. So I think I usually always go with talent. But I, like I said, would not be surprised if Jimmy Butler just kept going scorched earth. And I mean, they look like a better team in some regard. You know, that's a weird thing. I was listening to the NBA radio again, which I really agree with what they're saying on this. But it was this year is unlike any other year, obviously. But because we know for sure the best team will win this year, like for sure. Because some years, you know, you might get caught up in the crowd and, you know, other drama. But the year you're just playing. You don't have to worry about any of that. There's no oh, yeah, fans. No. None, none of that other drama BS. Because, let's be honest, when you're a role player and you're playing on the road, you know, Shaq and those guys on TNT always say this, you know, they're so much better at home no matter what. You know, they're just that much more confident as a role player, which makes sense. It really does. Yeah, it does. But I think the key for the Celtics is to get Kemba Walker going. He's struggled the last couple yep, he, games. He, he, they need him. Yeah, he's kind of the, st- the straw that stirs the drink. Um, I was looking at the Celtics. Yeah, they went 2017, 2018. And then now in 2020. So they got beat by the Cavs 2017, 2018. Both of those years. So will they finally get over the hump and get there again? I'd like to see a Celtics Lakers. I mean, that's definitely what the NBA is cheering for, I feel like. I would think so. Yeah, they don't want heat nugs. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. I don't think the nugs have any chance, but we'll touch on that after. We'll we'll touch on that later. Okay. No, so yeah, I'm, I'm going Heat. I'm going Celtics in seven. Yeah, I could. It's definitely going seven. I I agree with you. On I would that. agree. But this, those two coaches in the East though are incredible. Even Spolstra, you know, he didn't get a lot of credit with LeBron and D Wade in the Big Three era, but he's, he's really stepped stepped into his own. He's incredible. Great what do you think coach. about them uh, slipping into that zone defense on? the Celtics for a little bit. It was very smart. <laughs> it's crazy you because you, you don't see think, a lot of zone in the NBA. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You would think that, you know, players would be able to break a zone easy, but it just, they couldn't figure it out. I don't know. It well, was the I, I think thing. it's just, like I said, you don't see a lot of it. <laughs> it, it just stuns them. Man. I, the zone mystifies me like yeah you think well why can't you ever break you see it in college all the time you're like why can you not break just pass it around and but i don't get it do you think he'll go back to that i think he'll definitely keep mixing it in interesting yeah he puts like his it's weird a weird zone though he puts his biggest guys like at the top because kemba's like so little like he's just short and you know they got marcus smart who's also not very big so it's like tough for them to see over them, and they can't make as many plays as they typically would with you know having some of the smaller guys on them. But it's also weird because that means the little guys are having to rebound with like the big dudes down low. <laughs> yeah, but so it, mean, it worked though. So yeah, but yes, Ultra, I agree. Definitely does not get enough credit because like you said, the big three just always oh he just. Rolled their coattails, but he, they're there every year too. They never rebuild either. 
the Heat never rebuilt. Yeah. Well, Pat Riley's Pat the puts best. Puts a competitive team on the floor every single year. Pat Riley might be like, just like executive coach, like just within the game of basketball. He's like one a of the top, most successful. Top three, top three of all time. Like, oh, in yes. any role, he's awesome. He's done it all. Coach, like he said, coaching, GM, only like everything. Yeah, it was a great player for. I think he played for Kentucky too. He was great at Kentucky. Yeah, have I you seen know that. Uh, that movie where they have the? I think I can't remember what it's called, but they have the five uh, African American starters. Yeah, for the first is time. it like? That's not Glory Road. That mm, is it. I don't know. We're gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I can't remember. It is, it is Glory Road, but yeah, yeah, he's like the star for Kentucky in that era. I did not did not know that. Yeah, which is crazy because now he's just blown up since then. Obviously, oh, he's huge. And he's been with some yeah. of the best franchises too ever: the Lakers, the, the Knicks. Heat, yeah. Man. He looks like a freaking gangster, too. Well, you can just tell how much respect everybody has for him, too. Like, the players. Oh, man. they After they won game two, they were all, like, pointing up at him and, like, kind of going crazy. And the Heat, they're all about the culture thing. And that yeah. obviously comes from him and Spolstra. Just, you know, how hard they work and how hard they play and how in shape they are. That's, I guess, why... What's his name? Whiteside didn't work out there. <laughs> Just didn't like work as hard as they like want him to work there. So they that's why they traded him, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of Pat Riley, what do you think him and LeBron's like relationship is anymore? Do you think they are on good terms? I think they're good now. You I'm sure he was I'm sure he was pissed at first, which rightfully so. Cause he came down there saying the not four, not five. Not five, not six. Which seems yeah. like a lifetime ago. And they got two? Yeah. Played in four. Should yeah. they blew definitely blew the first one. They played he played awful, LeBron. He he pretty he well cost them that series, yeah. And then the second the the Spurs just blew him out. I mean they were just better than them. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, that's the Spurs still, or that went like five or six, I think. Spurs should have beat him twice, honestly. Yeah. Ray Allen so, had a crazy shot to yeah. send it to seven. Yeah. I mean, those Spurs are, if you lose to them, that's nothing to hang your head about. Obviously, all time uh-uh. teams right there, too. But yeah, I think we both agree that Celtics are going to probably win this series, but we would not be shocked if the Heat won. Nope. Not at all. When's game four on that? Is that tomorrow? I would assume tomorrow night, yes. So. Oh, it's not till Wednesday. What? Wow. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Probably trying to give them some rest since they've been playing or something. I don't know. What are we doing in the bubble? <laughs> yeah, they play Wednesday and then game three of the next of the Lakers Nugs is Thursday. So they got some days off. No, I'm seeing Lakers Nugs on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that's game four. That's game four. But game yeah, four getting, of for, the other one is definitely Wednesday. For some reason, we're getting Lakers and Saucy Nugs again. Makes no sense. What, what do you mean? Like, we had them tonight, and now we're getting them again before we get the Celtics oh, heat. Probably they want them to catch up since they're a game ahead. Okay. Who knows? NBA is weird about the stuff like that sometimes. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, that's a good uh, segue into the Lakers Nugs series, which the game just finished about 10, 15 minutes ago, which Anthony Davis hit a three to. Buzzer beater three to give him the win. He had a what couple a, threes down the stretch in that game. Yeah. He's definitely the best player on the court this series. Like, love did, Joker, but he's the best player on the court this series. I did not know he had that range. Oh, yeah. he's He's been stepping out for a couple years now. He's great player. <laughs> he's incredible. He is very incredible. That's you like you said, definitely the best player on that team. Yeah. That's why I kind of find it funny that LeBron kind of made it a big deal about him. He was all mad because the MVP voting, how he only got like 10. Very upset. But I was like, you're not even the best player on your own team. Granted, a lot runs through him, you know, 
But Anthony Davis at this point in their careers, he's definitely he's the, best the best player on their team. Probably a top five player. In the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, both of them realistically are got to be. For sure. But where do you where do you see this series going? Where's the advantages uh, at, and disadvantages? After tonight, I can see it being over in four, honestly. I think the Nugs maybe get one. You think they get one? It's not going to be a very long series, though. The Lakers or the Nuggets do not match up very well at all with. No. Like, and, and they got the big guys to keep pushing Joker around. You know, they got McGee. They got Anthony Davis. They got Dwight Howard. His whole Dwight Howard's whole role tonight was just come in and get on top of him, basically. Like he was kind of elbowing him in the back, you know, forearm in the yep. back. Just try and wear him down. You know, and Joker's is one flaw, I guess you could say, is he's not the most athletic guy, which all three of those guys I just said, super athletic. For sure. If they were gonna win a game, I think it would have been tonight, but him hitting that three. And it'd be different if they weren't in the bubble and they were going home to their home floor for like a game. That'd be different. Yeah. They're not. And so it's just, they might get one, but I don't see it going more than five. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, they're so young yet, too. It's crazy. Well, they'll be back. Yeah, I mean, they definitely took a step in the right direction this year. Yep. But since we're talking about the Nugs, we've got to talk about the Clippers last series. Oh, we were not goodness. expecting this matchup whatsoever. No, we were definitely not. I mean, um, I, th- I think we definitely both agreed that we had the Battle of L.A. in this series. I was hoping for it. Yeah. And just an all-time choke job by the Clippers. Yeah, that was – I don't know how – Embarrassing. PG-13 is he's, – he's bad. I'm going to be completely honest. He's not a good player anymore. Playoff he's team. He's a good player, but he's not anywhere what he should be. He's not a superstar anymore. No, not at all. The Thunder made out in that trade pretty well, I will say. They sure did. And they're only going to continue to get assets from that trade. Well, from the Chris Chris Paul trade, I guess. So yeah. that's going to be fun to watch that transpire. For sure. But no, it just... I mean, Kawhi didn't do anything in that game. They blamed George, but it wasn't like Kawhi went off and kept in the game. He didn't. Nothing either. He was garbage as well. Yeah. And well, it was there was a couple the times. There was a couple times in that series they had big leads and closeout games, and just couldn't get the job done. I think yeah. they were up sixteen a couple times and just never got it done. So, and, I mean, I don't know. Be real interesting to see where that team goes. I think they blow it up. <clears throat> yeah, they're definitely gonna maybe make some moves. They they're definitely keeping both the stars just because there's no way they, they have could, to. They could. Well, Kawhi probably has a no trade, but they could get a lot for him, maybe. But Paul well, he's George, he's only got is, one year left on his contract. Yeah, he so signed too. a he signed a one and one or whatever. So if no one's gonna trade for him and then have him walk after a year, isn't that what the Raptors did? Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe they will, I guess, but I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, unless the Raptors, happen. unless the Raptors trade for him back, that'd, that'd be, be really wild. He never. He, I think we talked about this, but he. I think he would have been been better off staying in Toronto or staying with the team he had before making the trade for Paul George. Or like, staying with the Lakers. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't even been fair. <laughs> like that would have been. We wouldn't even be having this discussion right now with no. who's going to win what series. Because <laughs> we would already. He'd have won know. another. He'd have won another championship though. Oh yeah, hundred percent would have easily. Yeah, so, I'm. Hopefully the Nugs, because I love watching them play. And to be honest, they're the most complete. Like they play as a team. Like some of the other teams don't necessarily play the best team style of ball, but the Nuggets definitely play the best team style. Like yes, even Jamal Murray, you know, he primarily takes the most shots every game. But they're all like within the flow of the offense. They're not like I'm just gonna put my head down and get myself a shot. You know? Yeah, for sure. They're fun to watch play. Yeah, they definitely are. They're, I think they're yeah. just one guy away, maybe maturing away. Yeah, yeah, they're going to continue to get better. Oh yeah. So the NBA offseason is going to be a lot of fun. Always <laughs> I is. Know that. Yep, it's almost better than the regular season sometimes. 
I see uh, Damian Lillard's tweeting again. Yes, at Pat Bev. Well, he just tweeted just now, and he's not lying like that. Not sure what that's in regard to. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Is that in Le- something about LeBron and his MVP? Because that's what all the comments are about. But I don't know. That's what he just tweeted. He's not lying like that. So I don't know. But yeah, oh, his, yeah, his, tweets, to, his tweets to Pat Bev were legendary. <laughs> Pat Bev loves talking, that's for sure. But it's, it's what makes the NBA great, the drama. Oh, yeah. There's so much drama in the NBA. Yep. So I think it's safe to say, though, that we both have the Celtics and Lakers going to the NBA Finals. I would say so, yes. And I have we'll talk about it later, but I would assume. Yeah, Celtics-Lakers. That's yep, pick. yep. Before we, we're done with the NBA talk, though, I want to I get your thoughts and feelings on the Giannis drama kind of going on right now. I, I think it's kind of over for, for right now. Um, he had the meeting with the team. He did the unfollow, which I don't know how I feel about that. It seems like that happens a lot. It does happen a lot. I don't know how much I really make of it. He tweeted out four days ago and said, thank you, Milwaukee, for all the love and support you show my teammates in the season. You're the best fan of the league. I can't wait for next season. So you think he's so, definitely there next season? Yeah. I, I mean, you can't trade him, obviously, unless he like demands a trade. No, I think he's back. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he'll be back. I think they're going to try to add some success, add some pieces around him, whether that be Chris Paul or whatever else they can do. Um, but he will be back for one more year. Yeah. And then um, and I think they'll. I think same thing as this year. If they can get there and win it, I think he'll sign long term. Yeah, you would think. I don't think he wants to leave Milwaukee, but he wants to win a championship. Yeah. Which Milwaukee is so. obviously a. Kind of a tough place to be. That's that the in. vibe I. That's the vibe I get from him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he'll come super motivated next year. You know, obviously he did not play great in the bubble at all. Granted, tough nope. circumstances, but just did not play great. Didn't For look sure. like himself and was, you know, a little dang, dinged up at the end too, which didn't help anything. But obviously, not making an excuse for him. No, but yeah. I, I think it's over for now. I think they'll come back motivated next year. and We'll be just fine. Yeah. Once the finals are over, I'm sure there'll be a lot of transactions happening quick with the shortened year. and The draft. Yeah. The next season apparently is going to start on Christmas now, I was reading, which, which is awesome. I, I think they've wanted to do that for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, are you hearing it's going to be a whole 82-game season? No. I don't know okay, how many days. So they'll get sure. back on track. Yeah, yeah, to try and have the the June target date of the finals. Finals, okay, and then they'll be back on track. Yep. Okay. Probably just tr- uh, treat it as a, like a lockout year that a couple years ago. You know, remember they, cause was, they started about Christmas that one year too. Um. <clears throat> will they be bubbled up again? I hope not, but it's really worked out perfectly. Okay. Yeah, it has. Just because I would love to go to a game again. <laughs> yeah, I would too. So, right. gotta love it. Well, next week, I'm guessing we will probably talk about the Big Ten a little bit. They decided yeah, get, that they are going to play. Get some previews of that going on. Yeah, that's coming quick. And then probably talk about some MLB playoff action as well. Yeah, well, the season will be over by the time we meet next Sunday. So, we'll have all the playoff seeds out and all that, barring any tiebreakers. Yeah. And yeah, we go over that and maybe make some postseason picks. Yeah, I'm excited. Got a lot of great sports coming the next couple weeks. And I'm excited. The Cubs missed the playoffs last year, so to have them back in this year will be fun. Hopefully. <laughs> They're going to make the playoffs. I mean, that they would be. not win the division, they will make the playoffs. Hopefully. Crazier things have happened. They would. I saw today the Reds, Cardinals, and Brewers all have to win the rest of their games. Crazier things have happened. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't count anything with the Cubs. You can anymore. just shut up. Well, I'm not even like being a dick about it. I'm just being realistic. Sometimes they they will make the playoffs. They probably will. But what was that one year we had the epic collapse where we were up like five games with like 2000, 
four. Not well. I think it was like two thousand and eighteen, maybe two, where we had to play the Rockies in the yes. one game wild. We were like this. We were up quite a few games, and then we just had an epic collapse that year. Yep. So we'll see. Um, well, well, I mean, our chances are really good, but you know, <laughs> yes, Cubs gonna Cubs sometimes. Cubes gonna Cubes. Sure do. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to touch on before we throw out the handles and get out of here for the night? No, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. We're also getting super close to 600 likes on Facebook. So if you could share our page, tell a buddy about us, tell your mom about us. All right. That we would greatly appreciate it. Cause we're trying to get to that 600 and hopefully we can keep climbing and get to a, a thousand someday. That'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. So make sure you follow us on our social media pages if you haven't. Our Twitter is at CornFedPodcast1. Our Instagram is CornFedSports1. Our Facebook is Facebook.com slash CornFedSports1. Our blog website is CornFedPodcast.blogspot.com. And last but not least, our YouTube channel is CornFedInc. Well, you know what that means, right, Timmy? You've been officially CornFed.